Hello, welcome to Simply Syndicated Gaming News again. Or yeah, <laughs> this is the next episode, but it's not next week. It is merely two days since we last spoke about E3. But the thing is, no, all the news happens is still yeah. happening, so we have to keep on top of it. There, so we we've got stuff to talk about that is not E3 related. So this is going to be like the only gaming show released this week that is not in any way E3 related. Probably yeah, because you, you got the wide. E3 one out pretty quick. <laughs> yeah, I was impressed. <laughs> I just, I just did it. It was, yeah. It helps that there was some. I think Alice was on on Facebook saying, "Where is it?" I'm excited. I was like, okay. <laughs> See, I only need yeah. a little bit of encouragement like that from a listener. <laughs> Job done. If no one says anything. I don't care. So let's start uh, because we will be ripping Steam a new one several times tonight. I think probably or something. I don't know. But at least once, because uh, basically what they've done, this happened just as last week's show was coming to an end, wasn't it? Yeah, we were saying our goodbyes and they plopped this one out. Yeah, they released a wall of text, which basically said, we don't really care what's on Steam. Are you buying it? We'll make some money off that. That that was it. Yeah, yeah. Effectively, they've just said, put whatever you like on Steam. Go whatever goes on Steam goes on Steam. Let the community sort it out. Um, and you know, so go fuck yourselves, internet. And uh, yeah, as long as those dollar dollar bills keep coming in, Steam ain't bothered what's on their platform. Apparently, uh, this is a ridiculously stupid and dumb decision. I there is nothing of merit here, whatsoever. I uh, don't know. <laughs> I kind of think the idea, you know, just it's, they said as long as it's not, you know, illegal or trolling, then we're going to, you know, let the consumers decide what they want to download, uh, which I kind of a big part of me is like, well, good, because, you know, I, I don't want people deciding what I should or shouldn't be buying. It's, you know, the same thing that happened with uh, Apple. Decided anything you know with a mature any kind any kind of mature theme should not be on the App Store, including games. They said, well, that's not what the App Store is for. Even though apps now and you know they're your primary way of getting stuff on tablets and phones and even on your OS. So go somewhere else to get it. By the way, we won't actually let you install from anywhere else. Oh well. Yeah. Uh, but they've they've changed that now. By the way, have they now? Yeah, right. for quite some time. They get a slap um, on that one. I remember the first version of the Simply Syndicated app had to have a mature rating. Well, no shit. Because um, yeah, because <laughs> of the content it provided. Fucking, access of course, to. Yeah. yeah. Now the thing is, there's been like this has been torn apart throughout the week. There hasn't been a single positive reception to this. Um, a lot of them have been like even from like supposedly reputable sites uh, sort of way over the top that this is the this is the worst thing they could have possibly done and the thing is for steam there was kind of a no this was a no-win scenario there was nothing they were going to do that was going to please everyone because they were already you know people complained that they were pulling stuff from steam be it uh sexual content or violent content um you know, uh, supposedly contra- you know, controversial uh, content. Uh, like AIDS simulator. Yeah, things like that. Yeah. Uh, 
and people were complaining about that and it was saying, well, we should be able to decide for ourselves. And then they came, said, came and said, well, we're, we're going to let you decide for yourselves. And the internet went mental and said, that's fucking ridiculous. What am I, a fucking adult? Uh, for me, the issue is whether or not they're going to make good on some of the things they've said, sort of hidden away in this. They, they've said that they're going to make uh, tools available to, you know, to everyone on Steam to filter stuff far more, you know, stringently. Uh, and they've also said that, yes, we're going to put up, we're going to allow pretty much anything as long as it's not illegal. But with that is the requirement that a developer has to tell us what is in the game that might be considered, you know, you know, whether it's offensive or not, because uh, the one issue that one thing that was covered that was interesting about this is a lot of people have been complaining that, uh, Steam are basically saying we're going to comply with whatever the region's laws are. Yeah. So that means that in Saudi Arabia, for instance, Steam won't be allowing the sale of games which include or promote, you know, gay rights or have gay characters. Okay. Because that's what the law is there. Yeah. And people are saying, well, complying with that law is agreeing with that law. And. Uh, I don't know about that because I mean, Steam I, are not activists. Uh, yeah, they sell fucking games. This is just it—the idea that everybody who does everything has to be involved in everything, otherwise you're a fucking scumbag and should be killed—is utter bullshit. That, like, yeah. I, I, I cannot get at Gabe Newell and the other people involved that they didn't get into making Steam so that they could push for gay rights in Saudi Arabia. I, yeah. <laughs> and yeah. and so I, I don't think it was the, ever their intention to do that, and I don't think mm. not doing that necessarily makes them bad people either. Um, yeah. You know, that that's just one of the things. They, they yeah. just made a game shop. Th yeah. That really was it. And really the intention of it was to sell their game. It was as well, <laughs> you wasn't know, it? All, yeah. it was for Half Life Two and uh, the episodes and all that, and it sort of it spiraled since then. But uh, I kind of, you know, there's been people. Uh, one of the things that with this is that it means that uh, a lot of places, particularly in America, which doesn't have any kind of it does it, well, certainly not as stringent like hate speech laws uh, as say the the UK or some places in Europe, means that. Technically, things that you know would count as that or would be considered that might be allowed on the Steam store. Yeah, but for me, the the real thing is this: well, your issue shouldn't be with Steam; it should be with the local laws and how they're implemented. Yeah, basically, because you know, instead of if you push for Steam to you know fight this, you should be putting that effort into pushing the local governments to to change their ways because they are the problem. Mm -mm. Yeah, we we have this. It's like a, a level of activism that is once removed from actually being activism. You there, yeah. go and campaign against this thing. Like what? Why don't you go and campaign against the thing if you feel that strongly about it? Don't campaign at Steam for campaigning yeah. against something. Sort of campaigning by proxy, almost. Yeah, it's like get off your fucking ass. You just want to be angry at a company. Yeah, um, but and I, that's just where I do. I do, you know, I fucking hate to be standing beside the big company going, "Hey, leave them alone." Uh, but you know, I kind of feel like this is only in this the, instance the best bad solution. 
I mean, whereas everyone else seems to fucking hate it. Oh, it is. It's a terrible, terrible solution. It, it's a horrendous solution. The best solution to the problem is to have everything curated. Yeah, that that's the that. best solution to the problem. Mm. Now, the thing with that is, you is, end up with good old games problem. Yeah, where they decide a thing can't go up, and everyone's like, "Well, what the fuck?" It's up to them whether or not they want to sell something, isn't it? Does is there something that if you have a shop that caters for a particular type of product, are you in some way obligated to offer everything related to and every variation of that type of product? Mm. Because isn't that insanity? Like if B and Q are going to sell paint, then they are obliged to sell every kind of paint known to man. That's bullshit. It is hilarious when you see people who genuinely seem to believe that. Yeah. So I want this particular shade of apple, green paint. I was like, well, we don't do that. Well, well that, that was probably a bad example because you can mix paint. No. But, like, you know, Asda don't carry every food product. No. And that's, we don't class that as Asda governing oh. what we can eat. Personal you know. tangent complaint. Uh, Sainsbury's, where I used to get my uh, delicious Kalula hot sauce. Yeah. They've decided, which is pretty much one of the only hot sauces I like, they've decided to stop selling Kalula. And instead, they've replaced it with, I think, about 30 varieties of peri-peri sauce there from Nando's. But that's just, that's math What's that's been done about shelf space and what it's worth and what money that shelf space can make. It's remarkably dull stuff. Yeah. Um, and it has equations and things like that. I've been making um, this one little bottle last me a long time. Yeah. <sighs> so the the upshot is this is basically Steam trying to absolve themselves of any responsibility for what's on their storefront. And where I would mm. object to this most most is they aren't fucking YouTube. When YouTube say, look, if we had somebody watch every minute of everything that was uploaded to YouTube, we'd employ half of the human population and all they would do all day is just watch YouTube. It's you see, not you, a viable you, thing. Whereas, you say that because while the you know the amount of videos that get uploaded to YouTube is fucking monumental, the time for each of those videos is you know measured in the minutes. It rarely goes into you know an hour. It rarely goes past half an hour. Yeah, but there's it, so you, many of them. But there's so many of them. Whereas games, even though there are you know far fewer games, there are still a shit ton of them. And the game, you know, play, if you had someone having to play through every game to make sure that it was above board, I think it's you know, I think it's a, a it comes out about equal. <laughs> I think you could filter out a lot pretty quickly. Yeah, I, I think when the file comes in labeled Age Simulator, that's a no. I think when you load up the game and you see immediately that it's the demo file that comes with Unreal Engine yeah. file, that's a no. And this is stuff that you're doing in 15 seconds. And that has been like a, a lot of the, the fur criticism that, you know, the curation of the place it needs isn't strictly for uh, tone or offensiveness, but just genuine sort of quality level. That, that, you know, that, to get that, rid of the yeah. asset flips. That, that's the biggest problem Steam face. You can't find fucking anything on Steam because it's full of shit. So mm. them saying, well, we'll just let all the shit be there. That's stupid. The answer, of course, would be some sort of algorithm, but that <laughs> would you know, send shivers down everyone's fucking spines. <laughs> Thanks, YouTube. Yeah. You fucked that one for the, us. There's also the, the sort of... 
because you're buying something from a recognized storefront, there yeah. is an expectation, whether that is explicit or implicit, that you are going to buy a product that is intended to be of worth and that it yeah. will do its job as intended. And, you know, the, the, what Steam sell with a lot of stuff is akin to sort of a supermarket selling poisoned food. You, yeah. You take it on board that you don't have to check every product you buy from a supermarket for poison because you're just going to assume that Sainsbury's aren't going to sell you anything that will kill you. Mm. Um, and the same sort of expectation goes for Steam. You're going to, if I'm going to buy an app off you, that app's going to at least run. And I'll take the gamble on whether or not a game is good or, or whatever, that whole subjective mess. But oh, yeah. something should yeah. be a product that works. And if, but, I, if I don't have that guarantee the, when I go to Steam, why should I go to Steam? Yeah, so essentially what's happening here is Steam is using the community as a direct filter. So they're just going to let everything hit the wall and let the community sort it out fundamentally. So... It's kind of the in some. On one hand, it's democracy in action, and on oh. the other hand, it's you can read it as cynical because if if there's all this shit on there, and even if one person spends one dollar on some absolute nonsense clickbait bollocks game, then Steam have made a dollar whether if one person buys it or whatever. So yeah. what we really need is like an, an, an anti-Drek filter is what we really need. But to counter that again, I have to say Steam's refund system is kind of brilliant. See, then there's, there's, so that's why Steam is happy to just let everything hit the wall because the community decides if you spend some money on it and you don't like it, you get a refund, job done. And you, I, downvote, I, you downvote it and no one buys it and that's I it, the end. I don't think I'm that will fly good for with most that. people. See, I feel like a, I feel like a, a, a weirdo in this because I'm like, I'm good with that. I'm okay with this. The, the, the problem <laughs> is, from what I would be concerned about if that were the attitude at Steam, is that that right there is a problem because, yeah, you're okay with that, but mm. you're you. <laughs> I've I, heard that so many times you know, in my life. But I, I mean it in the sense that you've got the time and the mental agility to figure this shit out. True. You, you've, Thank you. You know, and Take the truth is most people haven't. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. You know, and so the, from a... Yeah, from it, a to be fair, while they, like, the fact that they are willing to... The, the conditions of refund are, I think, very reasonable the mechanism is still somewhat buried. If they were to put the refund button beside, you know, your purchase, you know, as a right click option in your library, I think that could but not it, solve the problem, but, you know, it could help a lot, you know, to assuage possibly, you know, but what we're saying is it that is, it's yeah. all right. If Sainsbury's sell you poison, as long as they give you a refund, when you discover that you're ill, no game on steam <laughs> will kill you. <laughs> Uh, God as we that, have but... proved at least one of them will encourage you to do it yourself mm. that's true that is very far that is yeah that, okay that has been, okay but i understand the point you're making yeah, yeah but the, i the, also the, yes i i i take your retort because the, fuck yeah. that game um so it, essentially what it is this whole statement is we don't want to be blamed for this shit anymore and we really really cannot be asked to put the time and resources into this why are you all even whining about it just don't buy shit that's what they've said essentially and, and be it, fair, 
Steam, technically not a monopoly. There is, you know, good old games there. You can go straight to the Ubisoft store or Origin or, you know, Uplay, uh, yep. Fanatical. So. <laughs> exactly. So they, they can do what they want. Uh, mm. Ultimately, it's their storefront. But if you want to look good, then this is not what you do. This is the opposite of what you do. Because, yeah. um, you know, th- this is why. Apple didn't allow mature stuff on the App Store for the first couple of years of the App Store because they knew that you would load that up and it would just be apps of boobs. And it would have been. And so they held that off for a bit and then they managed to just stop it happening altogether. Um, I've not seen any booby apps for a very long time. (laughs) Heck, they even managed to kill off fart apps and flashlight apps and loads of other shit. But Steam don't want to. Well, didn't, yeah. Okay. Anyway, more Steam. They're doing a Discord-style thing? Hang on. Just Googling Discord. uh, We've talked about Discord. It's it's like Slack, but it's the gamer version. Loads in an app. Uh, Chat rooms, voice chat rooms. Uh, You run your own server. You can promote... You know, you can have sort of a hierarchy within it, you know, within a group and stuff like that. Oh, this was the one that I see it, and every time I go, this is how we should record shows instead of Skype. Kind of, yeah. yeah, that one. But uh, it looks like they're they're basically ripping that and putting it into uh, Steam. It's in beta at the moment. Uh, apparently, I can sign in. I may, but unfortunately, I don't talk to people on Steam. Not because the facilities on Steam aren't adequate, but just because I don't talk to people on Steam. Uh, well, yeah, I've never had a, a voice chat on Steam. Yeah, uh, but it looks quite nice. Uh, they're sort of they seem to be. Uh, they announced, I think, the beginning of this year or maybe uh, middle of last year that they were working on modernizing the Steam cloud. And the the tack they seem to be taking that is rather than doing it all at once, they're dealing with each separate element. Like the last thing we had was when they made it pushed a big update to uh, your wanted list, uh, your wish list. Sorry, right. Um, and now you know they're working on what seems to be a considerably bigger update with this uh, chat client. Um, so maybe next it'll be the library. Maybe they'll get round to that, and it'll stop looking like ass. Whatever keeps those uh, Steam updates coming every time. Yeah, it's true. It does update a lot. It, it updates all the time. Mm. It's the main thing I see is we're mm. updating Steam. I've installed Discord. doesn't do uh, anything until I like join or create a server. And yeah. It wants me to check my email. and very, All right. Okay. That's what that email was then. Okay. You know when it's perfect to do it? After During a show. During a show. Yeah. <laughs> um, what else do we have? And Steam is officially turning up in China. Yeah. That should be interesting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That might so, be why they've said, fuck it, we don't want to know what's on there. Just anything. Just anything. Yeah, I think that well, might be part of it. This is the thing. The whole complying with local laws, that's, you know, China, that's going to be tricky because <laughs> they are picky. Yeah. Many uh, tech companies take different approaches with this. Uh they have their pros and their cons. I believe that I would deal with it by just never doing business in China. 
but then I'm not leaving like eight billion dollars a year on the table by not doing business in China. So it's yeah, because I seem to remember thing. years and years ago there was this dude who was on the forums who was in Beijing and he would would talk about trying to get the shows over there and it was a bit of a job. Oh, I believe yeah. we're blocked by the Great Firewall of China as a as a website. I don't think you can get us there. I'd like to think I am as an individual. I think even I even though I, I do I do you know often promote the idea that democracy is a terrible terrible mistake. It, I, I think I think it would be a great idea if we were all clever. Yes, exactly. You need an educated uh, you need an educated population, and we just don't have that, so it won't work. Yeah, <sighs> we just need parents as a country. Yeah. Um. So they'll be in China then. Okay. I mean, we we talk about how you would comply with local laws, but you know, yeah. so you don't know how much money Apple has made off selling iPhones in China. Yeah. They d- they do, and maybe when you see what that number is, you just think, well, the laws aren't that oppressive, I suppose. Really, and yeah, everyone likes there, to they think all, they all seemed happy enough. So you'll find that the people who say that they you know they don't have a price that they could be bought for often those people they haven't been offered any price exactly yes wait till you're offered and then you you can't really you can't claim to be superior until you have been tested yeah incidentally for anyone wondering my price is extremely low it is you know the things i I was gonna say you would be you would be surprised how low mine is And finally, in the letting off some steam, what does that mean? Let off some steam, Bennett. Oh, you are uh, a huge disappointment oh, to me, man. Rich. Sorry, what is it? Say it like Arnold Schwarzenegger. No. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. I mean, if sorry. there was a gif for Schwarzenegger, if he had to be reduced to one gif, that would be it. Yeah. Sorry, I understand that reference. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Steam clients itself. Oh, this is Steam news. I thought this was actually yeah. Microsoft news. So Steam is going to stop supporting Windows XP and Windows Vista next year. Uh, yeah. Fair enough. Fair mm-hmm. enough. I can't really. I'm surprised they still do. They've supported it longer than banks do. So, you know. Well, I'm being said, when I was working in the bank, we were using Windows XP. Apparently, all the nuclear subs in all of our nuclear sub fleet uses Windows XP. Yeah, you can still hear. We don't know. We <laughs> don't know. Uh, so, so all them, all the lonely boys on submarines mm-hmm. won't be able to use Steam next year. <laughs> I mean, at least it's not Vista, but <sighs> Christ, gosh! And they do, they do a survey. They found that 022 percent of users were on XP, so they're probably not worth. I, I am interested to know. You probably could find that out somewhere. What you know, point two two percent of Steam users. What that is as a number. Well, you'd have to know how many Steam users there were. I'm Googling. also active, active or inactive as well, because you know I've got a Steam account and I don't use it very much. Is there it's any true. reason you seem to just use it to check on what I'm playing? No, it's just because it's just running in the background on the uh, on the laptop. So um, I just don't use it to play a game very often. It's just sort of sitting there doing its own thing. Back in 2015, they reported 125 million active accounts, and they did specify active. So one, two, five, that's six zeros. One, two, six, divided by 100. That's 100. uh, That's, well, fuck. It's 275,000 people. 
I was gonna. Sorry. Okay. <laughs> oh, you stole his thunder. Figuring Sorry. out the number, I was putting. I was uh, like putting in the comma to separate the the thousands from the tens of thousands, and I just typed point two two percent of one hundred and twenty five million into Google. I really sometimes I really dislike that the internet is is ahead of me. <laughs> Sorry. It is. And it's, <laughs> yeah, I didn't think to do that. I thought to do the schoolboy. Okay. I've I've stored that information and I was ready to use it and of course you that don't is need yet it another anymore. thing that I no longer need, but it's lodged in there. Yeah. If you were to open up my brain and peel back the folds, it would be inscribed. And Google has displayed the answer inside a scientific style calculator, which is allowing me to click on it and continue calculations. It's quite impressive that. Oh, that is very good. But there, uh, two hundred and seventy five thousand people. Get a new computer. Sorry, but yeah. am I right in thinking, because I'm not sure, that if you've got a game that runs on XP, it will run on Windows 10? Pretty much. I don't think there's any... I don't think they've had any problems with backwards compatibility in terms of that, you know, unlike going back to, you know, 98 or 95, or God help you, DOS. Right. Um, so it's not necessarily a case of, I've got to keep this computer around to play this game, otherwise nothing, I can't run it. It's not going there to be- are still quite a lot of games. It's only really AAA games that the minimum requirements are Windows 7 and up. There's a lot of games, if you look in your library, even you know modern games will list XP or Vista as the minimum required. Right. I suppose, because what, what is a game doing with the system as such uh, beyond its graphical uses? And if it doesn't, if it's not a very graphically demanding game, then, you know, God, it could run on anything, I suppose. Mm-hmm. Well, this makes sense anyway. Yep. I think Microsoft has stopped supporting XP. I think that was why there was a big... Yeah, that that was the whole thing, is that Microsoft said, we're not going to be providing any security updates to uh, XP anymore. I think they did that last year, and all the banks who still run XP promptly shit themselves. Yeah. Please keep supporting it. No. <laughs> You're Which going to have I've to pay noticed- the bill. I have noticed in my local Halifax this year they uh, they updated the all the interfaces on the machines and they became awful, like really slow, bad at recognizing money. I put a Pop-Tart in. It accepted it. Ah, <laughs> oh dear. If only. Yeah. So moving on then in the next <laughs> section of our show entitled New Things. I couldn't think of anything better. It works though, because these are yep. new things. <laughs> the first one is a Sonic the Hedgehog toaster. It's real. It well, really is real. It's thirty four ninety five plus postage. Shop.sega.com slash toaster. And it looks like a toaster that makes really shit toast. It toasts the middle of the bread. Well, it looks like it, it burns the middle of the bread and does very little to the rest of it. And it burns it in a sort of Sonic the Hedgehog shape. But it's a bit shitty. I am curious, though. It did make me wonder how these novelty toasters that burn designs into things, because the way toasters work is there's a big coil inside and it heats up and it's, you know, sort of uniform, you would hope uniform heat and that toasts your bread. And my first thought was, well, this must have the same coil, but then it must have like a stencil. (laughs) 
Yeah. Yeah, I it's think just, so. And then there's but, no coil around the rest of it. So basically it just makes it contrast by burning the middle and then just doing fuck all the rest of you just get a hot a hot middle. A stencil, you know, a stencil. Well, no, the, white, the, what, the coil is probably coiled into a sonic shape. I, I, I wanted think. to think of a little like 3D printer with a tiny little blowtorch. <laughs> Unless just, when you press it down... There's actually a, the heat. The heated metal parts actually touch the bread. Mm-hmm. That's just what I'm thinking. Like, like, yeah, you know, branding. Yeah, yeah, branded it. Yeah, that's what I'm that thinking. That could be good. But I, would, I would enjoy that. Well, that's available now from shop.sega.com slash toaster. And I didn't. I didn't put this in. I forgot to put this in. Sega are also uh, making stuffed plushes for the BBC, and specifically for only fools and horses. What? Yeah, I'll I will I will put it. In, I will find this goddamn story and put it in. Yeah, they've teamed up with the Sega's uh, merchandise department. Seem to have gone rogue. Uh, Sega only fools and horses. Yep, Gizmodo. Sega returns to weirdness. Uh, yes, I accept your fucking privacy policy. Go away. Uh, I'll I'll insert this in Slack first. And then I'll pop it here. And it, there's pictures. Well, okay. I was hoping there was going to be a plush of the van, and there is indeed a plush of the van. Why the fuck would Sega make <laughs> those? Because <laughs> they're insane. Well, there's just one guy at Sega who really loves Only Fools and Horses. What? what I really like is the picture there is of a uh, former boxer Ricky Hatton, who it turns out is a Only Fools and Horses super fan to the extent... I did not know who that was. I just thought yes. that was like a member of Sega. I thought that was a particularly no. cut... And tattooed member of Sega's uh, no, that, merchandise that division. Former, former, very excellent boxer, uh, Ricky Hatton. Um, yeah, he's a he's only fools and horses super fan to the extent he owns the Peckham, the uh, Trotters Independent Traders van. My God, he bought it. He bought it off the BBC. He he goes around town in it. But I gotta say, the likenesses perfect. Yep, they're very Both. good plushies. I, not I, great representation of the female characters whose names completely escaped me because I am not an only fools and well, horses. Del Boy uh, married uh, uh, was one of them called Sandra. Uh, yes. Cassandra, Cassandra, oh, Cassandra was yeah. who Rodney married, and it was Raquel that Del ended up with. Right, and I Shouldn't don't there think be they two actually got, There was there was Granddad, and then there was Uncle Albert. <laughs> I don't know which one that is, but they got the car. That's the important and one. And the car, yeah. I've the watched Robin them. Robin <laughs> We watched them quite often because it's all still funny. Because they were always fucking on. I have a theory that they just, they, in the future, they're just going to, they, they've put Nicholas Lindhurst and the other fucker into cryogenic suspension. And they're just going to thaw them out every Christmas. They, they did make the last one three or four times, didn't they? That That they is a thing. Yeah. But, um, yeah, it's all good. It's all good. It's a great show. Mm-hmm. Um, I always prefer Good Night, would- Sweetheart. The Adventures of a Time Traveling Bigamist. Yes. I was going to say that's creepy because he's. Oh, no, I don't. That's why I don't like it. I can't <laughs> believe they got away with that for as long as it, yeah. it ran for years. That show. It really did. And it was so weird. Why would they make Only Fools and Horses plush? Why? <laughs> I don't know, but don't you kind of want one? Yeah, but it's going to upset me forever now that I don't know this. <laughs> oh. Because once you do that, you might as well do fucking anything. But maybe they're, they're trying to come back. Because do you remember we were talking about the uh, the launch of Sonic? It wasn't Sonic Mania. It was the other shitty one that was launched. Um, 
Sonic Forces. Sonic Forces were the Japanese Hooters uh, thing where they had Sonic mm-hmm. plushes and they were all sort of hung by their neck. Yes, it was as the, if they were, yes. you know, a disturbingly like, dark image. Yeah, it was, a, it was like a mass Japanese suicide of Sonics yeah. in a Hooters. Um, that's Freudian, uh, I'm sure. He would have, <laughs> could you imagine if he was alive today? His fucking head would explode. Uh, but yeah, so maybe this is them trying to wipe out the memory of that with some good plushes in non, non-weird situations. And this article is from today. Okay. Yeah. So, no news on when you're going to be able to get your hands on those. That's bizarre. That's so fucking bizarre. And the the the, the first the actual source of it is licensing.biz. I'm sure that's a a hoot. I'm already there. The front page. Oh no, that's not the oh, front page. It's the link to the article. I'm Warner takeover. Huh. Are we are we in the market for someone to make simply syndicated plushies? Whoever makes them, bit my my mind flattering. That's all I'm going to say. I always wanted a Barkley dog plushie. But no, never happened. Yeah, they should do a pet. Pets of Simply Syndicated plushies. That'd be great. It would be good. Someone should do that. Sega, come on. Yeah, I mean, they, I think they'd be up for it. If you can get Ricky Hatton into you know into Simply Syndicated, you're set. Yep. I I just always wanted that one super rich fan that was. It's great. Like, yeah. yeah. You know why doesn't Richard Branson listen? Your to wealthy podcasts? patron. Yeah. So he can just like sneeze and oh, there you go. There's five million quid, Rich. Hey, look, even Leonardo yeah. da Vinci needed the, the Medici's, mate. Everyone needs a wealthy Absolutely. Exactly. Yep. Anyway, the next new thing is Ooh, a yeah. new range of controllers that is going to make Mike really excited. From oh, the sons of bitches. Yeah. I was going to say, all oh, you you two are going to spend some money. I'm not. Oh, I've already got one. He's and already it's... got one. I'm kind of glad I waited because that. The enhanced SN30 Pro, the one with the uh, the grips now. I mean, it it's uglier, but I think it would be more ergonomic. It looks nice. It, it, oh. I don't know. They do look nice, though. I mean, the, the little tiny ones. So these, so for, right, hang on. Let's go these, through these in order then. So yeah. there's the Zero Two, which is, they're, they're done in the style, in the colors of the original Game Boy. So there's like a gray, a red, green, blue, yellow one, and these are tiny mini controllers. No, I couldn't. Hand. I've got, I've got big, I've got big hands. I couldn't be they're, doing with this. They're about the size of a, of Kaki. the average compact vibrator. <coughs> and I don't, does it? Do they have rumble function? I don't know. Probably, yeah. The the one I've got does. So I don't know. If it has it has motion control. So it does. They've managed to fit a lot into that little box. Yeah, that, that little thing. Yeah. Damn. Which, I mean, controllers are one of those things, they have to be a certain size. You can't just make them infinitesimally smaller because they've got to be held in hands and they've got to be comfortable. But that still, you open up a DualShock 4, it is crammed, packed full of shit. Mm-hmm. There is yeah. there is barely any air inside a DualShock 4 controller. And they, they couldn't the, make uh, it the smaller Xbox if they The controller to. is even worse. It's basically solid Yeah. inside. So I'm saying, you know, the idea of just making a little controller, I, I didn't know you could actually just do that because clearly these bits have a size to them. Uh, mm-hmm. And I imagine if you could get away with making them in fewer, smaller parts, then even if the controllers from Sony and Microsoft weren't small, inside they'd still just not be much to them. But no, these look gorgeous, by the way, though. They're about they the size really of a, 
about the size of a khaki, which they're showing off by having a khaki in the photo next to them. Um, I think it's the idea you sort of just carry this around with you in case you ever want to use a separate controller on your Switch or something. Yeah, or maybe, yeah, I guess. Maybe it's for the people who they imagine are actually taking their Switches outdoors with them. I'm sure those people do exist. Those people also have friends that they play with. They hang out on rooftops. Apparently so. Oh, yeah. You know, I saw one in the wild. I saw one in the Ooh. wild. I saw one outside. Someone outside with one. It was a little kid, but they had it. They had one. Because uh, I was at, <laughs> I went to the dogs. The greyhound race is the other day um, with the in-laws. Um, and when I, I was going to the bathroom, there were, for some reason people take their little kids there, probably because they don't want you know to pay for a, a babysitter. So this kid was on his switch. Um, at the dogs. So that's where I saw one in the wild for the first time. It's actually a moral decision Uncle Buck has to make in the movie. Do I or do I not take these two children to the dog track? And Uncle (laughs) Buck decides no. Actually, we should all be more like Uncle Buck. So, but they also have the N30 Pro 2 controller. Now, this this is basically the next version of the one you have. It's a very similar. I think the N30 Pro was a slightly different one. Uh, Is it the SN30 or something that you got? Uh, Let me have a look because it's still on my wish list. I think it is the SN30. Yeah, because there was the SN30 for Super Nintendo and the SF30, which was SF, which was the Super Famicom. Yeah, mine is the SF then. Yeah, yeah. So the N30 wasn't part of the same range it's kind of the same except you can see it has um a sort of a different rim on the two sides mm. it's sort of instead of being uh more faithful to uh an actual snares controller with the rounded square edges this one has sort of a tapered edge yeah comes down to a point but functionally the same same kind of uh you know ergonomic same same overall shape and this one comes footprint is the word I'm looking for. This one comes in Game Boy, Mega Drive, and GameCube colors. That, that GameCube it's, one, though. It's fucking gorgeous, mm, isn't it? It's nice. nice. It is nice. They're all nice. All three of those designs are nice, but that GameCube one, it tickles me. Yeah, I really <laughs> hope that my current one doesn't fall into a cup of tea or something and need to be replaced. Oh. Well, it would be, a shame, a, shame. Around it would be late, a shame late. if someone were to nick it on you. Yeah. And you would have to replace it. And then there's the SN30 Pro Plus, which is the same, but keeps you up a little bit longer at night. There. <laughs> <laughs> I knew Pro, Pro Plus was a thing, and I was really hoping that it I, I it was something far nastier. I was hoping it was diarrhea-related. No, Pro Plus no, is uh, caffeine in, in tablet form. It's just pure caffeine. Uh, you can take up to about 30 over the course of a night, but you need right, to have so they... an assignment that's due in at 9 o'clock in the morning. See, when you say you can take up to 30, I, I kind of assume that means they do fuck all. No. No, really? no not at all. Uh, if you take 30, we'll fuck you up. Okay. <laughs> I am in no way advising I thought, like, that I you can do that. I thought you were that. saying like, that the only thing that was keeping you up was the <clears throat> act of chewing. Yeah, maybe, but I, I'm really saying <laughs> is that while they definitely on the packet recommend against doing so, I'm just saying I have first-hand experience of doing that and not <laughs> yeah. dying, so... His but, trial was not clinical. Yes, do not, <laughs> but, you know, do not take that as sound medical advice, anybody. I am not a doctor. 
and and you don't want to be taking advice from me. But anyway, the SN30 Pro Plus is basically the SN30 Pro 2, but with handles. It's you think uglier. That, I, think I think it's, it's uglier. I do think it's uglier. I mean, they've done but a I, nice mm. job with the colors and everything again, but still it's ugly. Yeah. And unfortunately, they don't have one with the uh, that matches the R version of the SNES with the yellow, red, green, and blue buttons. That would have been nice. That would have been nice, especially since, you know, they've done it before. <laughs> so it's kind of odd by its absence. Yeah. Uh, but even though it is uglier, I can imagine maybe it would it would tire your hands out less, maybe, for longer sessions. I've never had a problem with the one that I've got. Fair enough. So I don't, I, I don't know. Um, it, I, I understand how people would like the difference in shape. Um, it's, I think that's why a company like this can exist, just selling <laughs> lots of different, slightly different types of controller. I mean, when you look it's, at the SN30GP, hmm. it's the same fucking controller as the, oh no, it doesn't have the analog sticks. Um, but again, the five colors matching the Game Boy Pocket colors. They're fucking gorgeous. I think they probably, yeah, they do things. probably make a lot of sales from, you know, people with a lot of disposable income who just want the matching sets because, God, they are nice looking little things. They are. <clears throat> that was always my problem with things that come in a range of colors is that you yeah. see all the marketing, iPod nanos stood out, especially with this, where they'd show you, look, we make the whole rainbow of colors. You think they all look great together. And then you pick up one and suddenly it doesn't look so great. And you just know somewhere there's a, an arsehole rapper that has got the whole range and yeah. picks the right one for his fucking outfit that day. I mean, I'm, you know, I'm saying is if they had, they've kind of missed a trick. If they had made one in the translucent uh, purple that the original Game Boy Color came in, they would have me. Oh, I would yeah. not be able to resist that. But so far they haven't, they haven't caught on and I, I Probably shouldn't have said that out loud because you speak into existence now. Yeah, it's out there, and uh... now you can. I'm on the Eight Bit Do website. You can get the N30 Pro and the F30 Pro. The F30 Pro stands for Famicom, and it's golden red, and the N is Nintendo uh, NES, and that's done in NES colors. I think and the SF is Super Famicom. Yeah, I think it's. The difference that you're looking at in the the newer ones is switch compatibility. But I thought the old ones had switch compatibility. I thought you, your one was compatible with switch. That that one is, but the this the N30 and F30 are older. Oh right, okay. I think they might even predate the switch. Right. To be honest, so what? Older than like a year or two? Yeah. Oh, my God. I know. Crazy to think, isn't it? But God, they make a lot of stuff, and I want all of it because it's. Just... I do. Yeah, it's oh, just what's all nice. that little mini white one? Oh, this <laughs> is just. Oh, the eight bit do zero. Oh, that's too small. That's not a thing. Get off this page. Yeah, I know. Get off close, this page. close the window. Close, close the, window. the window. I thought we just got you off one addiction. <laughs> yeah, we did. I just need to not. I need to replace it with another. Oh, yeah. right. This other thing. I didn't mean to post it as a story. It's just it's a game named after what Paisley does when he's arsed. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Let's get rid of that then. That that uh, was all. Nintendo announced Crayola Scoot. Yeah, so I was just amused by the fact they called it Scoot. Okay, let's just get that shit out of here, because I was like, okay, I'll put it in. You say that, I just pictured the dog scraping his ass across the floor. Shall we leave it? Yeah, let's leave it. (laughs) Uh, Anyway. Readers, he he records the show, he puts it out, I have to let him have something. Yeah. (laughs) 
Uh, Intel plans to release first dedicated GPU in 2020. Are they getting into the graphics game? Oh, all right, okay, this is the part where I take a nap. Carry on. <laughs> <laughs> I think they, the last time they tried this was years ago, and they went at it so half-assed that by the time what they had done came out, like, I don't think it ever came out. Uh, I think Linus Tech Tips recently managed to get hold of, like, a, an eight-year-old prototype that was never supposed to make it out to the public, and even for eight years old, it was a pile of dog shit. So right. it looks like maybe they're going to have another go at this and you know i don't know whether they want to planning to launch so it must be a good way through development now and you know even if it is terrible having a third party in the mix that can only be good for yeah, us yeah i would agree with that um good luck because to them because if cryptocurrency thought- is still around in two years then i want uh, you know them to buy all the Intel one, so that maybe we can have a reasonably priced AMD yeah, re- or NVIDIA one. The rest of us can play nice. games. That would be great. It's uh, so weird that if you were to make my computer that I made two years ago, you would have to pay considerably more than I did. You know, it's funny. It sort of reminds me. It reminds me a bit of a story I read a few weeks ago about this. There's this dominatrix, but her thing is she's like a cyber dominatrix. So to dominate, you know, these men come to her and want to mm-hmm. be bossed around. She makes them mine Bitcoin for her, <laughs> and then they pay her to her for to yell at them to do it up better. <laughs> that's can, can that's anyone do this job? Um, this, yeah, apparently, really. If you're sufficiently hot, I suppose. Um. Yeah, I'm out as well, so. I might amuse some I, I people, point, especially I if reached, I'm shouting. I'm good at shouting. I, I reached I, a point a few years ago where I, re- I looked in the mirror and I realized for someone to find me physically attractive, it would technically count as a fetish. Oh, you're not that bad. You've never met me. I've seen pictures. Yeah, that'd be stupid. Not that bad. I've Come seen on, some. Mike, I've seen some there. really fucking ugly people in the world. Yeah, for fuck's sake, I managed to get married. Come on now, right? <laughs> I mean, come on. You've seen those people. You like you poor fucker. Like you've suppose, not. You've not I even suppose, been in an uh, whenever accident. I, whenever I'm looking in the mirror, I am projecting because I know what's on the inside. Uh, a lot <laughs> of people don't have that benefit. I yeah. suppose. Yeah. You see those people, like you've not. That's just what you look like. It's not a birth defect. It's not. You weren't in a car crash and some, they just managed to save your face. You just, every day, that's the face you wake up with and have to live your life with. And that's, that's so terrible. Ugly fucker. I'm so mean and horrible. I never. Well, you know, <laughs> it's true, though. Uh... It is true. There are some really ugly people in the world and yeah. not, none of us are one of them. Sorry to those people. Um, I thought AMD were partnering with Intel. Because they, they have uh, for Intel's mobile right, CPU, for the, right, GPU, yeah. not mobile, but uh, uh, laptops. Yeah, there's one in my laptop now. It's the, wow. the Iris Pro, and that's where it has the graphics on board. And I think Intel basically realized, shit, our onboard graphics isn't really all that great. Yeah. And uh, partnered with AMD. And I think they've got some product nearly ready to go. I think they are out there in the wild now, and the right. reviews are quite positive. They really are quite positive. Uh, so whether Nintel announcing this, that they're basically planning to compete with 
AMD in their primary market. That's what. It, yeah. Maybe that's... that relationship will start to cool. Maybe what, what Intel have got. Maybe Intel have got what they wanted now because, as we have said, as I discovered a few months ago, Intel are shitty as fuck. Yeah, they are. Re- they are pure heels. I think AMD are owning them at the moment. If I oh, at if, the moment, yes. If I were building a gaming PC today, I'd be looking at a Threadripper CPU and uh, the other is it Ryzen graphics Ryzen, stuff yeah. that they've got. That's what I'd be looking at. Because it's it's fantastic, it's good, and yeah, awesome it's really good. value for money, and that sort mm-hmm. of thing. So it's just another market for Intel to get into. It's probably like you say, and it's it's a good thing. And yeah. clearly, they're okay with competing. Um, I've been reading serious rumors. You know, when you get rumors that you're like, well, that's probably true. Uh, AMD working <laughs> with Sony on the next PlayStation, and that's going to have, well, yeah. Yeah. You know, which makes perfect sense. They've done, always done a lot of stuff with the consoles, uh, even back when they were still just ATI separately. Yeah. Uh, so they're still doing all right as a company, I suppose, because <laughs> you just need that contract, don't you? Just we'll we'll supply the processors and graphics for the next PlayStation. We'll be all right. Uh, also, news on the next Xbox for 2020. Yeah. Uh, this all sounded pretty reasonable, didn't it? Like it sounded reasonable, and it is now confirmed. I know the story here says uh, reportedly, but uh, after this, it was Microsoft did confirm it. Right. Okay. That uh, the next family of consoles, uh, uh, which is codenamed Scarlet, uh, will be launched in 2020. Right. So well, I can have see- a red one. Yeah, I could see I could see Sony that now rushing to get the PS5 out for you know next year. Ah, but I think it would be a mistake. But I can see them making it. <laughs> yeah, that would be a massive mistake. Twenty twenty actually feels about right. Yeah, like Christmas twenty twenty as well. Yeah. Um, this could be a bluff. They you could know. be trying to force that way. It would be that would Sony be a very good way its, showing its hand. Yeah. Yeah, that I think the only way the only way it would be confirmed as not being a bluff, as, as being genuine, it would be if it came from an investor meeting or something like that. You know, a shareholder meeting, which you know the press often sit on, yeah, sit in on. Um, but what's curious about this is there was uh, I watched a few uh, digital foundry uh, videos analyzing some of the stuff that came out of. Uh, the three presentations, uh, and two of them were uh, for the Halo Infinite uh, trailer and for Cyberpunk 2077. And they said that both of the things say they're taking place in an engine, and they both seem to be true. That the, the, anal- the analysis of the footage, basically, as impressive as those videos are, they aren't perfect. You can see yeah. artifacts that give away this is actually being rendered in real time. Uh, things like uh, depth of field masks and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, uh, but the, there's heavy suspicion that what we might be seeing are the first cross plat or cross generation games of the neck that these things might be running on whatever the next you know what uh, on Scarlet. The, the version that we're seeing might be running on Scarlet hardware. It might also be playable on Xbox One X, 
but it won't be looking like that. No. No. Well, I mean, um, apparently I saw a thing earlier today saying that uh, Cyberpunk 2077 would be, is for this generation. Yeah. Um, hang on, where did I see that? So, yeah, but I mean, I can, I think you're probably right. It will be, um, so maybe along with our possible uh, Elder Scrolls 6 being some sort of launch title, maybe Cyberpunk mm. will as well. Yeah, because again, uh, neither of those game, none of those three games have a release date. Um, God, I hope Cyberpunk comes soon. Um, but well, I mean, look at it this way: if they, if Scarlet is confirmed for twenty twenty, it's got to come out before then because it's going to come out this generation. Yeah, they've confirmed it. So, um, well, couldn't it be like yeah, the, so, where they just do the release it on both, and there you go, it did come uh, it out must on be this said, generation. Even though Cyberpunk 2077 was shown off at the Xbox conference, it's, uh, I think, first and foremost, it's a PC title. Um, you know, it's being developed for modern consoles, definitely. It's just the version that's being shown. The version that was shown is either running on a ridiculously high-spec PC or also possibly Scarlet. I like Scarlet. I always, I always wish that consoles would stick with their code names. I wish we'd got to play the Nintendo Dolphin. It would have been nice, wouldn't it? Yeah. Well, I, think- I mean, they did when when the Xbox X came when the X came out, and because oh, it was called Scorpio, Scorpio, you could buy Scorpio branded yeah. ones for a while, couldn't you? So perhaps you'll be able to get your your nice red coloured uh, Xbox Scarlet. Do you think yeah, uh, I mean- Nintendo look at Sony and Microsoft with this upturned nose idea of you know some of us actually bother to name all of our consoles? Just saying, Mister <laughs> PlayStation. What what could it be called? What is the that next is true. PlayStation the Nintendo, going to be called? Yeah, Nintendo, yeah. The closest Nintendo have done to that was they went from the Famicom to the Super Famicom, but then they they ditched that. They didn't go from the Nintendo sixty four to the Super Nintendo sixty four. Yeah, although a Super GameCube, although it would have fallen down at Super Wii. Oh, yeah, because then you think although it's not that small. That, yeah, although saying that the Wii U wasn't much better than that in fact super wii would be better than wii u i think wii u i think is the the worst name of yeah. any console they've done yep by a I long shot pretty- actually mm-hmm. i mean even the shitty kind con- like virtual boy was not a stupid name for the product by any means it was a shitty product but it was not badly named um, oh and i'm just looking through here the uh list of nintendo code names uh it's not a wiki page it's an ipfs page i don't know what that is so we had the from the N64, GameCube, Wii, and Wii U going down Project Reality and the Ultra, Ultra 64. Those were both the code names for the Nintendo 64. The GameCube was the Dolphin. The Wii was the Revolution. The Wii U was Project Cafe. See, that would have been wanky. Yep. Can't call it that. Yep. I think that code name was a sign that they just should have, you know, it's like if your baby, you know, comes out with a name tag that says Brad. That's when you just take the pillow and just push it down. So the thing that about what they said that intrigues me the most is they said family of devices. Yep. That implies more than one. Well, I I mean, do they mean more than one in the sense there will be like a graduated, like, you know, a one, an S, an X again? Is that what I I mean? I think that's what we're... Do you know what? I'm beginning to think... What if we see it from launch? Instead of it being a mid 
cycle update yes people off because we've talked about this before as well haven't we <clears throat> we've talked about would there be kind of like the diet xbox the the mid-range and the full fat yeah. one yeah yeah modular xboxes yeah. yeah modular xboxes it it's totally doable possible I can it's see possible. that. But it depends possible. what what would you offer me in that range of three? So on launch day, on launch day 2020, and there's, you know, obviously I know this. It's kind of a big weird question, but what do you offer me as a prospective buyer of one of these three, for instance, um, Xboxes? You know, like I say, the diet, the mid range, the full fat. Well, what is the difference now at this, in this next generation that makes me say I choose one over the other one? I I think. You'd be looking at the difference between the Xbox One S and the Xbox One X. You'd, you'd right. be told that one's three hundred pounds, one's five hundred pounds. This one makes games look nicer and run more smoothly, but they both think, play the yeah, same if games. They offered, it it if would they just offered, be power. Then, if they offer probably I mean, by twenty twenty, by twenty twenty, we're all probably going to have four K. We're probably all going to have four K by twenty twenty, aren't we? So that's going to be standard. Yeah. So it's going to be purely we'll power. Trying to push eight K because. That's a good idea. Um, maybe, you know, they might do, you know, a 4K model, a base 4K, and then you might have a slightly more powerful one that can do HDR or whatever the new version of HDR is, higher dynamic range, uh, highest well, dynamic it range. Be, perhaps it'd be something like, here's one that just plays games. Here's one that you can play games, and it's like a little media center. Here's one that you can play games, you can stream from it. You can do face cam stuff from it. It's all built in mm. that one. Oh, what if so, they did a set-top box that was branded Xbox but was just all the media stuff yeah, and was that's like what I'm so, 100 quid or something? I'd yeah. quite like to pay extra for one that had like a little Cron- Cronenberg port. It was just a little flashy hole that undulates <laughs> and, and it's always slightly moist and you can poke it. I think you can achieve with this with a flashlight and some duct tape. They don't push back. You've seen Existence one too many times. It's a fucking great film. It's all right. Fuck you. I it's, want that gun. It's all right. It's not a brilliant gun. film. It's, it's, it's all right. It's, it's got fantastic. Jude Law. That sets a ceiling. It's got on. Chris Eccleston. Yeah, but it's got Jude Law. It's like in Metal Gear Solid Five when you use the camouflage that makes you invisible. Like You can use it, but you're not getting better than an A grade for this mission. now. <laughs> That's Jude Law. Uh, like you can put him in there, fine, but it's not going to be a five star movie. That's not. That's never going to happen. It and is you, true. You're probably not going to get a four either. Sherlock Holmes. <laughs> Why did you give him lines? <laughs> Shit. God no. Um, what if? And this is the big what if. Microsoft are looking at that switch, and they're looking at their tablet division. Maybe. And Maybe that's thinking, the version that has a detachable screen. You know, you know, you can slot out a screen which has a controller built in. Uh, you know, you pay or extra for that maybe version. It's, maybe or it's maybe. VR. I mean, that's the one thing isn't it hasn't really done that PlayStation is doing. Perhaps Good it'd point. be VR. Well, I didn't even think of VR. It, Microsoft aren't working on VR. Microsoft are working on AR, and it looks fucking incredible. They call it HoloLens. Well, AR then. Sony are working on VR. Yeah. Yeah. Have you More. seen any of the HoloLens demos? Not since the original HoloLens demo, which was a bit iffy. Oh, the fa- it I looks seen fantastic. Any of the recent stuff yet. It looks fantastic, and cool. the, I I could see I I maybe I it, I wouldn't be surprised if there was a version of that that came with the Xbox. Hmm. We 
Yeah, maybe that's, uh, that's mean, the next I, step then. I'm in because two it, minds over whether things like the the VR headset for the PlayStation, is that going to be a thing in the PS5? They're clearly, they're clearly committed to VR. They, they clearly mean it, I think. Um, yeah. It's not been like the Kinect where five games came out and then no one bought it. Yeah. It's, there's still VR stuff. They were showing off VR stuff at E3. Yeah. So is that headset going to be in the box, even if it means the console is going to cost another 150, 200 quid? I think that would be where, you know, Sony's family of consoles would come in. The, you, the, yeah. I don't think they would make the mistake that, I don't think anyone's going to make the mistake that Microsoft did by, re, you know, trying to push the Connect. Connect. I mean, that is one thing we're not thinking of. What if this family of consoles includes Connect 3? Yeah. Yeah, and or you I buy only, one with or without it. Yeah. I only want to say that because I'm really hoping we get to a version called Connect 4. Connect 4, yeah. <laughs> the problem um, with and Hollow... I, I do want it to be connect for i want an xbox you that also comes more stapled use. with get, a, a copy of connect you get more use out of that than an actual connect but a little sister burn connect for the, for me the thing with hololens is as it stands as it's been demoed it's a standalone product the whole thing yeah. is in the helmet um there's mm-hmm. no wires attaching it to everything it's its own battery and processor etc if it, whereas playstation vr that's all in the playstation you connect the headset to the thing and the thing does it and just projects an image. Um, Microsoft would have to make changes to that HoloLens to make it mm. be an Xbox accessory. Um, otherwise, it would be like a £1,500 accessory, which is just pointless. Well, you say this, but it would also be a great thing if, since it's all in the headset, it would be great if they announced you can buy, you know, you can buy the Xbox uh, Two, um, whatever the fuck they call the next one. You know, you can buy Scarlet, um, as it is, or you can buy one with the Hololens. You know, our our version of Hololens. Or if you already have a Hololens, you can just plug the fucker right in. Yeah, there's lots of ways to do. It. I'm curious to see which way they're all going to go. And I, I think you're right. I think the idea of putting it in the box, making it essential. Um, that is not going to happen they, again. They, they, I think the problem with doing it with the Kinect is it did make the thing 150 quid more expensive in the first place. If they'd it been did. Able, I, mean, I, di- I, I didn't buy mine until you could buy a Kinectless yeah. one. Yeah. If, if I mean, it made really it, was. It was, it was, a, it, was a, yeah, it was just a terrible, terrible, terrible thing. Bad idea, badly executed. Actually, no, I think it was a good idea, badly executed. For it to work, it needed to be incorporated into the price of the console. Yeah. And, yeah. and they couldn't do that because it's no. an expensive piece of tech and you can't just bundle it in there. And I kind uh, of feel like, I, I feel bad in a way for Connect because I kind of feel like the Xbox division was the death fucking, you know, the, the death war for it because Connect is a really interesting piece of technology. Apple it, bought them. Actually, it works. It yeah. works really well. I mean, because I, I say I bought a connectless version. I didn't have one yeah. for ages. But then when I went to when I was doing my twenty four hour stream a couple of months back, I bought one second hand um, because it meant I could oh, plug it in camera. and the camera. Yeah, and also means I didn't have to wear a head for, a headset for twenty four hours because it does the audio as well. And it works. You just literally plug it in, it works. I mean, as well, it's nice that sometimes when you're, if you're uh, fiddling with some other things, you can just shout at it to do something, and it does it. 
That is nice. Um, it's really nice. Yeah, it works really well. And it was definitely nice because I got it for 20 quid. Rather, yeah, than, is, yeah. rather than what is actually they try to you know charge you charge you uh, an extra hundred um, when it came out yeah, yeah. But, you know there's still 129 quid on xbox's Jesus store by the way sick. do not pay that money you can get no. them on on ebay about 15 quid now and it's a stationary piece of hardware it has not seen you know brutal use it's been sitting on top of a fucking yep. tv yep <sighs> you know uh apple bought the company that made the connect and really? that's the technology that does face ID in the iPhone. You're 10. right. You're right. It is. So they're fine. They're mm. still do- around doing their thing with little scanning dots and infrared yeah. shit and all that. I'm still wondering if Sony and Microsoft are going to do a handheld. That's my big <laughs> wonder. Of course, there's going to be a new console. And it's going to be. There's always some. Than, whenever, yeah. you know, uh, an E3 or some other conference rolls by and there's no showing for the the vita even though we've had it announced that they're stopping making you know physical media for the vita there's always one like no name sony exec who pipes up in a you know a letter that he spaffed off to a website oh we're still very interested in the vita and mobile as a platform it's like who let you out of your office get back yeah so i do i do wonder if they're going to do something i mean this is when they can do that they can't make suddenly a mobile ps4 but to have things built into the system from the get-go in the next generation that could be more doable and i actually think microsoft would be better placed to do this than sony they have the tablet people they have the the tablet operating system it's windows 10 they've got fucking tablets running on windows 10 right now you can buy one yeah um they have their the console system, runs on windows 10 the so. console runs on windows yeah uh they have their buy once play anywhere thing don't they mm-hmm. yeah so what if that extended to you know, rather than it being like a hybrid console like the Switch, what if you had your handheld version, the home version, and both of them, you've bought the game on one, you've got it on all of them, and your save games are in the cloud, so you can just leave the house with your little tablet Xbox and keep playing your save game. Mm. They, I think they're in a better position to do it than Sony. Yeah. Because uh, Sony have, I mean, Sony have laptops and stuff, but... Not anymore. I... Do they not? Do, have they packed that in? Because I was just about to say, I, do, I can't remember any Sony uh, tablets. No, they've never made one. And the, the Vio, one. Vio uh, laptops haven't been made for years. Wow. Okay. I thought they still made laptops. Um, the, wow. That's the, how out of the loop I am. I've never been a laptop guy. There is very little of the original Sony Corporation still left uh, <laughs> under the control of its original people. And right. the PlayStation division is one of the two or three that is. Um, and so it, it's one of those situations like Virgin, even though there are lots of companies with that name that appear to be part of that group, they aren't. Yeah. So it's it's weird. So I, I'm interested to see if there will be a handheld Xbox. That would be cool. They would call it the X-Pad, and that's kind of cool. Yeah, but moving on. <laughs> did we? I think we mentioned Sony doing a bad... On the Fortnite did, yeah. stuff, yeah. didn't we? Yeah, yeah we. Yeah, but, but then, then has does, anyone else, does anyone else feel like the Fortnite bubble is sort of now expanding to the point of possible bursting? Because no. I, no. I think they're I, doing they're doing well. Yeah, I, I think, think it yeah. can stretch even further. 
I think the bubble is expanding, but I think it's been downloaded 2 million times in the first 24 hours on the Switch. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a lot of demand for this. Uh, Sony responded to the fact that they've had everybody's account scuppered. If you ever played it on the PS4, you need a new account to play on anything else. Uh, and they basically made a statement that said, yeah, that's that's how it is, isn't it? I mean, they didn't even say that. <laughs> I mean, I'm going to read this, and it is the worst fucking response. Cool. Speak. <clears throat> We're always open to hearing what the PlayStation community is interested in to enhance their gaming experience. Fortnite is already a huge hit with PS4 fans, offering a true free-to-play experience so gamers can jump in and play online. With 79 million PS4 sold around the world and more than 80 million monthly active users on PlayStation Network, we've built a huge community of gamers who can play together on Fortnite and all online titles. We also offer Fortnite crossplay support with PC, Mac, iOS, and Android devices, expanding the opportunity for Fortnite fans on PS4 to play with even more gamers on other platforms. That was a sentence saying, we are brilliant, fuck off. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's basically what it says. And then Reggie at Nintendo said, what competitors do is their decision. And we believe in being both developer forward and fan forward is in the best interest of the game. Because <laughs> he did, all he had to do was not fuck it up. That's yeah. a statement. Sony have just offered him a win on that one. Just don't <laughs> say like, oh, and I support child slavery. Oh, damn, ruined it. That was yeah. it. No, I mean, it just- was a risk him saying <laughs> anything. That's all it. he had to do was say nothing, but he still managed to knock it out of the park. I noticed when we started doing movie news that so many interviews with people ask questions that are basically just saying, I'm going to give you a chance to completely fuck up and ruin your career for no reason right now. Uh, what do you think about this person who everybody loves but died recently? Like, <laughs> what do you expect any fucking human to answer to that question in an interview scenario? Like, well, I know everyone is very sad, but I thought he was a bit of shit, really. Fucking. The fuck only person him. who you can who goes for that bit these days, it would seem, is Terry Gilliam. Yes. He's more than happy to go, oh, he was a cunt. I fucking hated him. Fair enough. Yeah. That's how you feel, you know. Sony, you dumbasses. Yeah. And I, I sort of played devil's advocate because I assumed that that Epic could do something about this by, you know, because I thought this would be an Epic, you know, account, you know, a fort, if it's a Fortnite account, then surely Epic could simply add the ability to start a new character. Well, you can just imagine to sign up for a whole new account using, I assume a whole new, a whole other friggin' email address and all that crap. I, I, you get the feeling that there was a phone call from Epic to Sony where Epic were like, look, this is really landing us in some shit. Can we not do something about it? And the reply was, what, you, you don't want to be on the PlayStation Store anymore? Oh, well, that's, I didn't expect that, but okay, we can get you deleted off there immediately. And, I, yeah, you know, that kind of thing. But on the, I think there was, after that call, there was, you know, an internal Epic meeting where they said, okay, we could update the Fortnite accounts to allow you to start a new character, you know, so that people can still play without needing a whole new account. They wouldn't have all their loot, but at least they wouldn't need a new account. Or we can shit on these fuckers. Sony, I mean. (laughs) And, you know, stick it to them. And I think, you know, I do think that... I, I genuinely believe that Epic are somewhat complicit in trying to make, you know, force Sony's hand on this. And why not? Because I think it's a fur thing to do. Yeah. 
I would do the same. <laughs> Go for it, Epic. Yeah. Good on you. Meanwhile... Meanwhile, in other Fortnite news, the Metro decided to publish <laughs> a complete load of shit. <laughs> I don't really know the Metro. Is it... Is it, Oh, I'm looking at the... Yeah, this is right. not good. The Metro... <laughs> This is a paper that sort of, I think it's a free paper. It's free. It's free. It basically, it's they have it at tube stations yes, and stuff. Yes, it just exists uh, it, on trains on, and public yeah. transport. News, but not as you know it. Yeah. What nobody no, is, really is, knows is, uh, know is that the Metro is part of the Daily Mail. Ah. It's okay. their sort of less sociopathic arm, but still slightly sociopathic. And, and hateful. Felt so, like that just from the thumbnails on the images alone. A lot of battered people. Yeah. Women, children, the elderly. They like that sort of thing. I want a picture yeah. of the queen and stuff. So mm. the headline is Girl I mean- Nine in Rehab After Getting So Addicted to Fortnite, She Wet Herself. Let's just pull this apart piece by piece, everybody. Okay. I'll, I'll read some from I the article. Uh, a nine-year-old <laughs> girl is in rehab after becoming so addicted to a computer game she wet herself in order to keep playing. Her mother, Carol, 36, said she and her husband, Richard, bought her an Xbox in January and she downloaded Fortnite. But in mid-March, they were contacted by her head teacher, who said her grades were slipping and she kept falling asleep in class. She complained she was too tired to go to gym or ballet class, and Carol began noticing there were regular payments to Microsoft on their credit card of about £50 a month. The furious parents confiscated the Xbox, but the child reportedly lashed out and hit her father in the face. But the parents only realised how bad things had become when Richard found his daughter sat in a puddle of her own urine. Carol told the mirror, My husband saw a light on in the night and found her sitting in a urine-soaked cushion playing the game. I found her backside was red raw. She was so hooked to the game she wouldn't even go to the toilet. Shocked, they asked the little girl to talk talk to them about what had been happening when she revealed she'd been playing for up to 10 hours a day, sometimes until 5am. Since Fortnite was released last July, more than 40 million people have downloaded it. Way more. Uh, the multiplayer shooting game's most popular format sees 100 people jump out of a plane and land on an island and fight until only one is left. The girl has since been getting psychotherapy treatment. Um, then Have the fine. parents been reserve- receiving parenting lessons? Well, hang yeah. on. Her mum said, I urge every parent out there to know what this game can do, how it sucks young children in and could ruin lives. Okay. Let's Maybe look. if you weren't terrible. Yeah. Yeah. So yes, ultimately the problem here is they are appalling parents. That's yeah. That's I mean, the, well, the story of who, who let a game console babysit their child, and I mean, uh, only yeah. <laughs> the story doesn't hold up because they they claim they confiscated it, but then she was still up playing incident. it. Yeah. So well, I'm know. I'm guessing that they tried to confiscate it. Then she hit her dad in the face. And, and then they, instead of they hitting put her it, in the face, yeah. they were like, oh, dear. Now, um, first of all, I had games when I was nine. Lots of games. As far as I was concerned at the time, infinite games. More games than anyone had time to play. And I played them every minute I could. My parents had no problem whatsoever saying, get off the computer and go to bed now. Mm-hmm. That happened nightly. <laughs> in our house and do you know what that was called parenting that was them making sure that i got enough sleep and stopping me playing in the, on the computer uh 
that was just what happened. Uh, yeah. I, I imagine the three of us have had similar childhood experiences. Well, I mean, we were, par- we were parented in the way that when our mums told us to do something, we fucking did it yeah. rather than physically striking one of our parents yeah. to the point that if my mum tells me to do something now, I will do it. Um, it, yeah. yeah um, it's, it's <laughs> when you. I was, when it's I was you, seven, night. <laughs> when I was seven, I, I accidentally stepped on my mum's uh, foot when she was wearing open toed sandals and I, 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 I sort of cut her foot. I still feel bad about that <laughs> to this day. It makes me cringe. My brother accidentally broke my mum's nose when he was one and a half because they were sort of playing and wow. he just kind of landed weird and on her face. And uh, yeah, he's he still feels bad about that, even though yeah. I had no control over it. <laughs> yeah, I yeah. just guarantee that if I'd hit my dad in the face in anger at age nine, I would not have seen oh, would age be 10. Dead. Yeah. yeah, we'd be dead. I, yeah. He certainly would not have put the Xbox back no, yeah, it's a box. That Xbox would have been in the floor. bin. That that would have guaranteed it was never coming back. That would have been yeah. it's going under the back wheels of the fucking car. And, and you can watch while I run it over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not that but, that I mean, ever happened, about... you know. But well, was, I mean, oh, the other part of it as well yeah. is the Xbox is not only hooked up in that way, but it's also got their credit card information. Yeah, to the point that also they're not noticing. There are the, all this so money many, is going out their account. There are so many, you know, double, uh, you know, verification things. There is no excuse for, you know, to, in order for her to have been making these payments, the parents have at one point have to have said, don't, don't fucking ask us about this. Just yeah. always remember password. Now, this problem is nothing whatsoever to do with Fortnite. That this yeah. this game might be air quote addictive, but it's not addictive like crack. It's, this, it's addictive yeah. like midget gems. This is a copy paste story. Every yeah, popular game say, has this story written about. Yeah, it was Minecraft a couple of years ago, mm-hmm. wasn't it? Yeah. yeah. I mean, and before that, it was a million other games. It was Tetris in the eighties. It was any other product that adults want to be stressed about, or you've just left your it's left to sort of fill in for you while you're off doing something else. And then all of a sudden you've realized um, it's your child is being informed by it. Here is a new thing. You probably don't understand. Fear it. Yes, that's what it is. Then that's why, you know, this is from the daily mail. Yeah. I should have caught up. I should have read it when I said, you know, Carol told the mirror (laughs) that should have been the thing. And also the fact that their image for the uh, bill to ban upskirting derailed after being opposed by conservative MP is a photograph of the MP beside a photograph of a woman in a very short skirt from behind at a low angle. When when I found out that guy had done that today, my first response was, can we get his phone? What the fuck is yeah. on his phone? Get what his is phone. on that? Yeah. Dirty fucker. Why? Yeah. Would, anyway. Well, apparently, apparently, this is just a bloke who just objects to everything. He does, apparently they got old, like you know, obviously some outraged people managed to speak to him, and it, what his explanation was, I don't even know what upskirting is. I just they they just object to everything. So that's Twat. what he says. Yeah, I call him a twat. There is a, there, there is a specific <laughs> word. It's Tory. It's the, we don't yeah. need to make up a new word for it. Uh, so yeah, I did, yeah. I found out this. I found out about that story because hashtag Tory MP was was trending on Twitter. No one even wants to know his uh, name. He's just a no. fucking Tory MP. But all for the days you used to just catch him in granny brothels rather than being rubbish in Parliament. I know. But so anyway, yeah, this game can't do this. 
this was a little girl who had other problems and they came out in the form of her playing this game incessantly that's that's how it came out but her problem was not the game it was not caused by the game so everything in this story is bullshit and her mum's thick yeah to sum up basically ah oh dear let's move on i'm done being angry at them content you didn't hear for that, did you what nothing good content development for friday the 13th put on hold thanks to license dispute yeah, I was kind of surprised by this game because it was in beta for ages and it was sort of getting mixed responses, but then it came out and it sort of found its audience. I, I mean, yeah, it, I it, think it, it's got a small but devoted following. Yeah, I think it, it was. Looked, I was about to say, it sort of found its niche, yeah. Yeah, but it found its niche and it seemed to be going well. And um, like all of these, you know, online multiplayer only games, uh, the thing that's been proven true is that they, the thing they need to survive is regular streams of new content. That is the one thing, you know, every developer has said, it doesn't matter if we change what's there. It doesn't matter if we make the interface nicer. It doesn't matter if we make things, you know, better for the existing players. What actually, you know, causes the game to live or die is constant new content. And it's kind of sad that now the Friday, the 13th game will not be having new content at all because of a legal dispute over the films and this is yeah. actually nothing to do with the game i yep. you, i instinctually thought that yeah this is a problem between the game company and the movie company no this is the problem between the guy who originally wrote the first movie and yep. then representative for the movie's direct and the so the guy who wrote who directed it yeah and because they, they're arguing over who owns the rights neither of them can sell them to this game company so that's the sad thing. It's been taken out of their control just when they were sort of starting to to build some momentum and build their their fan base. It's been taken away from them for something that isn't their fault, and that's really that's sad for them. I have a suggestion. I I see a way out of this for reskin it. I don't know. It's just a, yes, but there's there is a perfect fucking opportunity. Thursday the twelfth. No, it's Halloween. Halloween. Got a new movie a new coming Halloween out film? Yeah. It's yeah. basically the same fucking bad guy. Michael Myers really is Jason Voorhees. It's the God same. He just unstoppable Terminator monster that's slow moving. Because the gimmick of you know the Friday the Thirteenth game when you're playing as uh, as Jason isn't that you have Jason's powers. It's that you have horror movie powers. You yeah. have the ability to disappear and then reappear at different points. You have the ability to close distances at unrealistic speeds as if you know you were off camera you know so yeah this could totally and it's i mean yeah one of them set in a council you know a, a camp at a lake but that's just an open area with houses and cars much yep. the same as you know it halloween be a street. place in a street it can be a street houses. Yeah. yeah so that's it the next friday the 13th update is a halloween update that would be fun. If they did that, it would be fucking brilliant. That's your way I out. Ha- I did have an idea for a Halloween uh, reboot. I, I would have it be Halloween, but the guy underneath the William Shatner mask, William yep. Shatner. Genius. Yeah. I saw the trailer for that, actually. I'm pretty hyped for that movie. It looks good. Yeah, okay. I thought it looked good as well. Um, so- I'm particularly hyped because I've only seen the first Halloween. <laughs> 
that's all you need to see. Yes, it is. <laughs> Honestly, yes, it um, is. Truly, because they're 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 disregarding everything else. I was yeah. sold when there was that. Do you see that clip of that lady in the loo, and then someone drops a load of teeth in with her? That was. Yeah. Nice. I thought that was yeah. like, yeah, this that. is gonna be all right. Yeah. Now I'm thinking about it. They should do a Terminator one as well. Oh, cla- classic horror. They can, yeah, classic horror. They could do a Frankenstein one. Yeah, same thing. Slow moving guy. Yeah. Doctor well, Who tie Frank- in Cybermen. Yep. The possibility I should work for this company. Yes. If you're listening and you decide to do that, I want money. <laughs> yeah. If they, yeah. Okay. Although honestly, if they did, if you know they were listening and they did it and they didn't sort of mention, I would still be like, okay, fair enough. They should do it. I should. That's it. I'm excited for that now. This game I've just made up mm-hmm. to replace a game I've never played, but I do think looks good. But it's not getting any new content now. So anyway, yeah, it's basically dead. Let's talk about Atari. <laughs> I see of this for the end because I've had an email from them while we've been talking as well. Really? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Good job. Um, so basically, they showed off a video of the Atari VCS uh, running, apparently. Uh, and uh, they showed this game called Tempest 4000. And then the people who make Tempest 4000, or was it just one guy? I think uh, it's just one dude. Yeah. Lama Soft, well known for their work on Tempest 2000 yeah. on the original yeah. Atari Jaguar. Uh, and recently Polybius for PlayStation oh. VR. God, I bet that's trippy. Mm-hmm. Uh, and basically. My light bulb's about to go out. Yeah. It's- it's fucking teasing me. It's on oh, the vinegar it? strokes. It's okay. Continue. Sorry. <laughs> uh, and so basically they piped up and said in reference to their footage of their game being on the Atari VCS is uh, uh, we didn't make it for this. This is bullshit. What the fuck is that? Where'd you get that from? Yeah. Uh, so it they, turns out it was fake footage. Well, it was footage of Tempest 4000, but it was certainly not running on an Atari VCS console. It was running on a PC. But they fully expect games like Tempest 4000 and others to be available on the platform. That was their excuse, wasn't it? We were just showing yeah. oh, you, like, Jesus. games, you know, yeah. and, and we, we were saying this can run games, and here are some examples of games. And here's the thing, though. This wasn't just a trailer they put out. This was the trailer for it on the Indiegogo page that they finally put up to crowdfund the Atari VCS, which is a success now. It was crowdfunded. They have the money. $2.8 million. Yep. Uh, $2,885,776 to be exact, raised by 10,975 backers as it sits so, here right now. With 14 days happens, left to go. Whatever happens, there is one guarantee. This story will be with us for a while. Yep. Yeah, I mean, but at this point, I feel like there should be a mechanism for kick for Kickstarter or whatever to step in and say this is fraud. Yeah, I mean, they faked it, footage for their trailer. Happen. This has got to happen. It's got to happen. You can't carry on with people who are proven liars being able to carry on with this um, this this uh, funding campaign because they're lying. This is fraud. Oh, it just says at the bottom. In addition to Tempest Four Thousand, Atari also faked footage of Yar's Revenge with a poorly edited shot. I'm so, watching the video yeah. now. Um, um, I'm watching the GIF. Oh, my God. You can actually see it. They had a guy. Oh, right. I thought that what they were doing was they would ha- they had, you know, a guy with uh, the Atari VCS controller, and they had a PC plugged into the TV, and he was just sort of fake miming, you know, to what was happening on screen. 
they've had a guy sitting in front of a TV that was off miming and they have they fucking pasted on footage captured from a PC and the reason people caught on is because the masking around the guy's hand is terrible. There is a specific Tempest 4000 video. Tempest 4000 will be there along with other all new modern Atari games currently in development for VCS. That is right there above a video that is there now. The best ending for this story as it stands is Indiegogo steps in and says, fuck you. <laughs> Give us back. That's what I'm saying. This We're is, this back, is clearly yeah. fraud. This is the, that is the best possible. And and then there's the Tempest 4000 trailer, but with an Atari logo put on it at the end. Oh, you can't do this. Oh, there's one with a guy playing. Hang on. Let's see what this one looks like. Problem is, apparently you can. Yes, they've anyway. done sod all about it. I mean, the more this happens, the more they get away with this, the more pissed off I am I'm not on there, <laughs> you know. Yeah, he's pretending to play Tempest 4000. It doesn't look so bad as being superimposed quite yet, but, oh dear. Yeah, this is really, really fucking bad. Basically, this email I've just got is saying, go to yeah, the Indiegogo page and buy the fucker. There's the thing to the link, the, the gif, that sort of shows the bad... Uh, the bad editing. I'm really freaking out now because we've been talking about horror films and this this light bulb, it's, it's it just won't go. It's starting to freak me out. I have a dog here, so that'll be an early warning system. But what if it's him? The dog controls everything. Mm-hmm. So what have we been playing? <laughs> okay. We're out of news now. Yeah. That was it. <laughs> we ended with that. I can't wait to see what happens with the Atari VCS, but I'm now leaning more towards the Emma route of it's just a fucking scam. And somebody's I mean, going to end up in South America after this. I gotta yep. tell you, I very nearly crowd- helped crowdfund the thing lately, uh, recently, but um, I held back at the last second and I'm kind of glad I did it. There's a, it's a, it's not one of the big platforms. Uh, it was mentioned on, I think Kotaku mentioned it or some other big site. Someone is doing a a book where they are creating like uh, maps of in-game cities, you know, uh, sort of uh, what do you call it, uh, ordnance survey style, and talking about the architecture and the design, writing up architecture and design things. And the the sample that they put out looks fucking gorgeous, and the you know the price was reasonable and nice hardback book, nice paper stock and everything. I was so tempted. But I held off for a few days, and unfortunately, they uh, they didn't have the legal rights to some of the to use some of the uh, locations from right. games. They're still saying like, once we get the money, we'll be able to license that. But that's how, you know, that's how shady I am. I suppose if everyone was like me, then none of these things would happen. That's but true. also, you know, <sighs> shame. But anyway, yes. But anyway. Who wants to go first? Mike, you go oh, first. Oh, Emma, okay, okay. Emma, go no, first. No, 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 okay. Emma. Well, I was going to say, I only go, I only go first because I only just did a, a little bit this week because I've been super busy. Um, so I've only just carried on with a little bit of Sherlock Holmes and the Devil's Daughter, which is uh, pretty much the same as when I left it. Um, and But I did manage to make a couple of interesting purchases. Um I won 30 quid playing Blackjack the other day, so I went and nice. bought some video games with it. Um, I managed to get... Skyrim Special Edition 
Prey and uh, Gears of War for 28 English pounds, which I thought was a pretty good bargain. So, yeah, I'm pleased and I've got plenty to be getting on with. So Prey was six quid. Nice. Which I thought was pretty decent. It's a fucking brilliant game. I gotta yeah, say and that. It's got it's... This new expa- and it's got this new expansion. So, yeah, I'm yeah. very keen to have a go at it shortly once I finish oh, with all the other bits and I couldn't, I, I couldn't remember what it was that I was trying to think of. It's uh, the other night when we were talking about it. Uh, it's Bioshock meets uh dishonored that's pretty much the yeah i mean because i've seen the i've seen a let's play of it and i remember when i saw the when i saw the let's play um i was like oh yes i would be interested in this but again i was sort of in this thing of i can't keep buying bethesda games it's getting sad (laughs) now um and uh yes i was trying to play i was sort of trying to diversify my portfolio a bit if you like (laughs) and um yeah i thought well i'll get to this eventually but i mean having watched a let's play i thought yeah it's interesting but i'll get to it i've got other bits and pieces you know then um like assassin's creed origins like deleted my life and all this sort of thing and um (laughs) yeah so it's on the shelf i played i played a pretty good price for it so a pretty good price for it play play, i paid a pretty good price for it so yeah i'm i'm uh, i'm happy so yes uh watch this space for that one so yeah it's kind of all done this week i thoroughly recommend pray to everyone um rich okay i'll go next then um right so most of all i've been witnessing a great deal of yakuza zero still (laughs) okay I have got so many shitty 80s Japanese pop karaoke songs in my head now. <laughs> <sighs> uh, that was the I gotta say, in Yakuza 1, that was my least favorite mission. Was uh, There's a mission where you uh, you bump into an actress who's t- who is uh, researching because she's taking, she's acting in a, a film that takes place in the 90s in Japan. And because your character is, you know, th- before he went into prison, it was the 90s. Right. So you have to like fill her in on all the references and you know the uh the pop culture of the time. And even though they've translated it in English, none of the references carry over. It's like idioms, they don't translate into other languages. If you said the German for, you know, a watch pot never boils, they wouldn't get it. They have their own thing. They do. And it just I uh yeah. I, it was a mission where I had to hit every single, because you were giving them as multiple choice things, so I had to hit every single one until I got the right one. I was learning a lot along with her, basically. Uh, for yeah, for, that, for more information on, on that phenomenon, go and watch the Darmok episode of Star Trek ah, Next Generation. Yes. Mm. That's what I that always is. thought that, was, when I first saw that, I thought it was ridiculous, the idea that a society, you know, any species could uh, evolve to meaningly communicate using only idioms and it is bullshit it it couldn't happen no it's happening but it's it's a a fantastically inefficient way of communicating and you can only talk about things that have already happened Uh, the bulb went yay (laughs) so (laughs) so yeah i've seen her doing all sorts the karaoke there's dancing obviously there's a lot of that a lot of fighting but then there's running a club with ladies and real estate stuff and other just it's fucking ridiculous but it looks amazing it really is. so definitely to gonna it. get yakuza kawami after this and then the next one after that probably i think she's gonna play them all um I, however me as a person i've been playing a couple of things uh still slamming into hyrule warriors because it's brilliant fun 
and I've been unlocking characters and now I have Toon Link and <laughs> all kinds of things. Um, it just keeps going, the main game. I thought I was near the end of it and it just keeps going. So we'll see where that goes. Uh, but all in all, I'm I'm about 40 hours into it. I'm getting my money's worth. It's a cracking little game. It is what it is. It's just so satisfying to smash in crowds of little monsters. It seems like the kind of thing it it knows what it wants to do and it does that thing and it does it well. It does. And it is arguably a better Warriors game than the actual Dynasty Warriors games of late. Uh, and they they really make a good use of all the Nintendo licensed stuff, of all the Zelda stuff. There's a, all the characters there, and loads of appropriate sound effects and that sort of thing. It's mm. it's really fun to play, especially if you're into Zelda. It's not exactly a Zelda puzzle solving game, to say the least, but it's uh, lots of fun. I also got, I'm having to open up the Switch to remind myself because I'm old now. Fortnite, I obviously had a go at because it came out on the Switch and I had to download that and play it on the Switch. Still don't get it. <laughs> I, I, I don't get it. It's not bad. You don't play it thinking, what the fuck is this? But I don't get how you can be addicted to it, to wetting yourself levels. I, I really don't. Perhaps I'm missing. If someone out there is a Fortnite obsessive, whatever please go on to the the sinners lounge and and post something about this. oh they'd be too busy playing Fortnite though so yeah yeah do you know what actually themselves. now now i've just thought of that i'm going to set up a page for this show on facebook like a separate thing for just talking about games and stuff like that because hmm. so it doesn't flood the simply syndicated one but i'll post something about it i've got nothing i can post stuff on for this show it's i'm getting derailed Hyrule Warriors, <laughs> Fortnite. So yeah, it works great on the Switch. I mean, I, I think if you got out the magnifying glass, you can compare it to the PS4 version and it probably doesn't look as nice, whatever. What? But it's it's not like rubbing dirt in your eyes, honestly. This, this is the thing. This is one of the many sort of disadvantages that PUBG was at, is that PUBG decided to go with a realistic art style. They decided to go for, you know, as realistic, you know, real textures, real geometry you know detail 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 whereas fortnite decided to go for a, a, a sort of cartoony stylized thing and that scales far better oh yeah absolutely it scales so much better you know and that's been proved positive because games like the wind waker which everyone yeah. bemoaned yeah. back in the day for looking the way it did when you run that on modern you know at modern resolutions it looks it still looks brilliant yes you can see the edges you can see you know slightly but it holds up far better than say uh what do you call it any of the games that came after you know even you know uh twilight princess yeah and the other one that came after that um they don't hold up as well on modern you know resolutions and displays so kudos to them it's just another good decision they made yeah it's they're gonna do well with it so, yeah. you know, if you're into Fortnite, go and get it. I held off on downloading Fallout Shelter because I'd already played it to death on my iPad. But if, you you've, know, never, if you've never played it, it's really not a bad little game. It's nice. It's nice. It I tell is. you what, what screwed me over was um, I got quite into it on my tablet and then something happened and uh, it lost my save game and I had put quite some time into it. 
So that, that it just, just ruined it for piss me. Piss you off, and yeah, yeah, I get that. I totally get. I that. mean, and also that couldn't have happened with the Family Guy quest for stuff, the game that was actually siphoning money out of me. That wasn't a game. They're not games. They're just timers. I know. Absolutely. I agree. Um, at least Fallout Shelter <sighs> is legitimately a game. Yeah. You can be good at it, and you can fuck it up. And they um, have added stuff to it. Yeah, they've added, from the looks of things, they've added quite a lot to it since I played it. Because I, I got it on the, it came out on the iPad a couple of years ago, mm. I believe. Yeah, it came, yeah they it announced did. it at the Fallout oh, yeah, 4 yeah. E3. Yeah. Um and yeah, they've added lot the pet stuff wasn't there. Um yeah, that's right. so I'm tempted to have a look at some point, but it's it's free to download and play. And again, um, cartoony art art style, it scales very well. Yeah, I'm sure it looks great <laughs> on the TV. Yeah. And the last thing I've been playing is Wonder Boy and the Dragon's Trap. Oh yeah. Fuck me, that's a beautiful looking game. Oh, it's so nice. It's That's the 16 or 32-bit one that was remastered with eight bit all one. new art. Was it 8-bit? Wow. Yeah. It's from the Master System. Ooh. Uh, as I never played it. I know nothing of it. Uh, and from what I gather, it's a very faithful reproduction of the original. You can, with the right trigger, just flick between original retro mode and the new. Always good. Uh, the, the new graphics. And you can switch the sound. It will do original sound. Uh, and things like that, if you want it to. Uh, it does remind you, like, holy shit, how did we ever play games like this? But mm. And also, it's so gorgeous. It, it's so beautiful as a game. Like I said, 8-bit and, like, 16-bit, they uh, and even 32-bit graphics, they have, like, they have uh, retained, you know, an aesthetic quality, whereas N64 and PlayStation games, you know, early 3D games are atrocious yeah no one yeah. does uh games in those styles now no nobody does that um, ironically now but I'm, I'm enjoying it so far i haven't really played it much i played for the first time last night and did a couple of hours uh it's been fun and you just sit marveling at how nice it looks you you like i'm playing a cartoon it just i'm playing a proper cartoon it's hand-drawn it, it's just wonderful mm. and the game's all right as well <laughs> but, it, you know, it's Wonder Boy and the Dragon's Trap for the Master System. So you get out of it what mileage you get. It's the kind of go through the level until you find the object that lets you get past that thing that will let you go to the next level kind of game. Hmm. With a bit of platforming thrown in and fighting dragons. If only life was like that. Exactly. If only I had to find a key or, you know, a thing that I can, and that's it. I can just move on. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm expecting in the next week, though, to get the Splatoon 2 add-on that's come out yesterday, yeah. oh. which is sort of an entire single-player campaign. It's it's quite a massive update, so that's been quite well-received, so I might jump on that. But that's games I will play. Yes. Mm-hmm. So uh, would you like to go, then? Witcher 3. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I've been playing a bit more Witcher 3. Um uh, still in the the last uh, DLC, I reached the point where I uh, it does a good thing whenever you're sort of going through the main quest. It will let you know you know you're about to begin a chain of quests that you're not going to be able to have a, a break from, and it's going to be uh, you know significantly game altering. So, would you like to save? 
uh, and go and do something else before you start this. And so now I've been going around clearing up, you know, a bunch of the side quests and stuff. Uh, I got the game's version of Excalibur, which is nice. Yeah. Useful. Very useful. It's a really nice sword. So like are, you, are you the king of the game's version of England now? A little bit, I guess. Okay. Well, I'm not a king. I'm, I, I am... Uh, I am a champion of the chivalric virtues. Um, basically, some you know, some moist bent in a pond threw a sword at me. And uh, now I, I rule. Cool. Uh, it's a good system. Not of a government. system of government. Yeah. Hey! <laughs> <laughs> but it is funny that uh, apparently, like I say, I haven't played the the other uh, Witchers. The only one I played was Witcher One, and I got you know a good bit through that. But then uh, I just got left at the side. But apparently, you do receive this sword in every every game and it is the most powerful sword in every game but in the witcher 2 and the witcher 3 when you start off because you can't start the game with the most powerful sword you know Geralt has to have mislaid it somewhere so basically whenever she gives it to you she's like don't fucking lose this again because I will make you go through the test again but I've been enjoying that so I, I think I say I'm going to be finished. I'm probably going to finish up the quest, but then I'll just go in and just go back into the main game and just chew through every enemy nest and hopefully discover all the submissions that I missed. And just I'm a I think I'm up to 160 hours now, so I could actually see me making the 200 on a single playthrough. That's a big game. I don't regret a second of it. Bring on Cyberpunk. Yeah. I think I would be whenever so if Cyberpunk twenty twenty seventy seven launches in twenty twenty, I think I'd be like, sweet, more Witcher three time. <laughs> See, I, I want to play all this stuff, you know, and clearly with Metal Gear Solid, I've shown that I can put a hundred plus hours into a game and not notice it if it's the right game. But that's I've now got her on to fucking Yakuza games. I'm not going to see my play, PlayStation again for months. Because as Thanos taught us, taught us, the universe is finite. Exactly. It really is. So mm. now I need another PlayStation. I can't do that. She'll murder me. <laughs> like actual dead. <laughs> There's bills to pay and shit. Can't have mm. two PS4s. I mean, you've been playing a lot of Metal Gear. Are you not, have you not picked up some stealth to sneak it <laughs> into... Yeah, but I mean, I, it comes I, in a fucking cardboard box. I, I have, but I'm not as skilled as I would like, and I think I'd just end up having to choke her out. <laughs> and <laughs> I think if there's if there's anything that's frowned upon in a relationship, it's uh, chokeholds. Well, De- non-consensual. It, well, yeah, I suppose. <laughs> but yeah. it's in all porn. Sometimes I just grab her and like speak. That's it. <laughs> and she laughs. Then I choke her out, and I. Why well, is that in all porn? I don't understand that. I, mean, I don't like nice. like I don't like I don't like rough, it. I don't like it in like I don't like rough gonzo porn. But like even in the vanilla, you know, nice stuff, it's always there. Yeah, why is that? I don't I don't get it. My biggest complaint in porn is discomfort based on furniture. Yes. Yeah. Is. Do you know yeah. who has sex in the kitchen? Fucking nobody. Mm. Nope. Savages. Don't get that out of the kitchen. It's not hygienic. I'm just like, if you I mean, can do it in the, the kitchen, room. yeah, there's like a sofa in the next room, probably, or you're in somebody's house with them. Like, because the, the center island in your kitchen is not a comfortable place to lay down and it's cold. 
I mean, but even the living room, you know, you have Christmas in there. <laughs> you don't want it soiled with that memory. Yeah, you don't want it to. You don't want to be doing it somewhere where your nan's going to sit at some point. <laughs> oh dear, oh dear. Oh no, no, no! That's the end of this show for tonight. <laughs> that was what did it. That's it. Oh, we've ruined it again. Don't shag where your nan's going to have Christmas dinner. Don't, don't do that. I think that's a, the the better you know. And the moral and the moral of the story is yeah, it all ends with a hearty laugh. Why are we all still laughing? <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for listening, everybody. I hope you've enjoyed our extra show this week. Please tell all your friends about the awesome gaming news podcast that you've just listened to by sharing us on Facebook and Twitter and just generally shouting things in the street at people. Hey, you there. Go and listen to Simply Syndicated Gaming News now. No, now. That's what you should do. Don't do that. If you would be influenced by me to do that, God help you. Uh, Also, go and visit simplysyndicated.com slash everything and sign up there. Help us out run a podcast network and you get this show without the ads in it that we put in it because uh, that also helps with money you know how stuff works uh, and thank you to everybody that helps us out on patreon at patreon.com slash simply syndicated you're all awesome and i love you all in a really creepy way thank you for listening everybody we'll be back i don't know when now apparently we just we just do shows whenever so <laughs> Subscribe to a podcast. You'll get the next one, won't you? Could be any time. Okay, bye bye. I'm 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 retiring the thing. The well has run dry. Okay. 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 <laughs>